Hey guys, has this lockdown made you lose track of your fitness goals? Are you starting your resolution for 2021 and you want to lose weight but need some help? Introducing my affordable workout plans for men and women. With packages starting at $5, this offer can't be beat. Go to RadicalLatino.com to find out more. Hey guys, do you have a product you want more eyes on? Advertise with the Radical Latino Show, where over 10K podcast downloads and the number 25 spot on the 55 All Latin Podcast list, you'll want your product heard on everyone's phones and cars. Go to RadicalLatino.com forward slash contacts and start advertising today. Playing the Radical Latino Show. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands in the air for New York's very own. Latino is taking you to another level. I think there's more radical than evil. Radical Latino, you're fucking it. The radical point of views, I think his views are actually more dangerous. Yo! What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? It's a boy. Radical. You heard? Now, listen, I am coming at you a little late. My fault, my fault, my fault. I'm coming at you a little late. But guess what? I do not come empty handed. All right. So remember, uh, these uh, two weeks that I'm taking off, you guys are not going to have a new podcast. You guys are going to have reoccurring um well interview podcasts basically interview episodes people who interviewed me and i'm putting it out just in case you guys haven't heard it just in case you guys haven't seen it you know what i'm saying so that's basically what it is so but before we get into that there is a couple of updates okay so um i have finally opened up the discord it wasn't really my idea but i saw somebody else do it shout out to exoticals united uh shout out to that content creator she did she has a discord i joined and i was like yo this is actually pretty cool so i made a discord myself you know and it got bombarded by the racist hispano test but it is what it is it happens you know so you know i ended up um getting it privated i saw that they made a youtube video out of the whole thing but then uh somebody i think reported or something i don't know what happened but it got taken down so it is what it is i'm definitely gonna make a discord um but it's gonna be private so i'm gonna be controlling who comes in or whatever the case is right um but just stay tuned for that one guys uh you know stay tuned for everything that's gonna come out and the new things that's going to come out for the year of 2022 2021 was somewhat of a recovery year from the craziness that 2020 brought you know so hopefully everything is going to be great everything is going to come together two times twofold or whatever the case is you know what i mean but hopefully everything comes uh you know positive everything comes positive uh for everyone in this space now the interview that you guys are gonna hear is an interview that i had on instagram live with my brother brown nine six remember brown nine six was somebody i interviewed a while back 
it was on instagram a little bit and then we had an official interview so you know i know you guys enjoyed it but he definitely interviewed me first and this is the interview with me and my brother brown 96 enjoy guys yo what's good my people this is brown 96 and you've just tuned in to another dope episode of the hip-hop spot podcast where we interview the dopest in the entertainment field and we bring that motivation inspiration the type of talk that makes you become successful and makes you helps you to learn the system to come up and to to do your thing no matter what you're doing so today we're going to be interviewing the homie man he gets down he has a platform he has a podcast as well he goes by the la um, the radical latino so right now we're going to get him on we're going to get into his mind into what how he got into the uh, podcast game and um how he's doing this thing so to everyone that's joining in gracias for tuning in we're about to get this started what's up homie he's in the line about to do this and so yeah so welcome again because uh, i've been in the hiatus with the hip-hop spot podcast but uh bringing it back trying to bring that back and uh, trying to do my thing because i've I'm in the inspiration mode and i've been trying to you know, I mean, talk to people on some inspiration shit and on some, on you know, on the language of success. So, you know, with enough talk right there, we're about to bring him in, into the live, and about to get this started. What's up, homie? How you doing, man? Oh, what's up? What's going on? What up, what up, what up? <laughs> yeah, man. How you been, man? I've been all right. I'm just chilling. Sorry I came a little late. My fault. All good, man. All good, man. You know what I mean? Just uh, trying to get this started. But uh, you know what I mean? Just uh, to begin with, bro, to begin with, like a lot of people follow you. You have a, a, a big fan base when it comes to your platform, bro. And uh, let's get let's start from the, from the get-go, bro. You know, the man, yourself, man. You know, who are you? Where, where, uh, where are you based out of? You know what I mean? And uh, how was your childhood, bro? How was your, your upbringing? Yeah, um, well, I go by the Radical Latino. Can you hear me good? Can you hear me? You can hear me good, I, right? I can hear you. Yep. All right, yep. All right. Um, I go by the name the Radical Latino. I'm um, based off New York, the, the Bronx, you know, and mm. the way the way I started my, my whole podcast and the way I started my whole thing was that um, I started seeing Latinos basically fall into this trap of, you know, the Donald Trump type of thing. I'm seeing Latinos talking about build that wall. I started seeing Latinos but portrayed in a in the wrong light, being portrayed mm. in, in the in the wrong way. So a lot I started seeing a lot of uh of of issues that other people started to to see Latinos in and certain Latinos were actually falling into this whole, you know, alt right type of mentality. You know, so that's the reason why I said, you know what, it's time to voice my opinion. And not only that, but wake some of these people up, because to be honest, I started to hear some Latinos even classify themselves as white, you know, and talk mm. bad about talk bad about the Latin community and talk bad about how uh, how certain Latinos are and how certain Latinos should be uh, should be viewing themselves and stuff like that and, and started to really speak ill on the whole community as a whole. So that's why I said, 
Nah, let me uh, let me uh, let me actually let me actually say something about it. So that's how I started my whole podcast. All right, bro. All right. Um, this this actually start from the from the beginning though. Like, who are you, okay. bro? Like, you know what I mean? Um. I mean, I know what you represent, you know what I mean? But, like, yeah. who are you as an as an individual? As an and individual, what was your upbringing right. like, bro? And, yeah, and what was your uh, upbringing like, bro? Yeah, I uh, I, I grew up in the, in the Bronx, uh, born and raised. Uh, my upbringing, basically, I, 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 I grew up in the church, you know? Um, mm. My mom, my Pentecostal, you know, with the caballeros y the damas and all that. So I grew up in the church, and um, growing up in the church, you 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 see things and and hear things, but nothing about uh, race was actually spoken about. Nothing about uh, race or anything about how society moves as a whole was actually uh, spoken about. It's all about Dios and stuff like that. So I was mm. raised in a in a Christian household. So it, when uh, my mom <laughs> came came and said. Uh, Yo, did you know that uh, Jesus is black and it's in the Bible? And I, I didn't believe it. I was like, I oh, get out of here. You, you, you bugging out, you know? And she actually showed it to me. Like, there's a part of scripture, you know, uh, skin of bronze, woolly hair. That's when I was like, wait a minute. Let me actually research this whole, uh, you know, Jesus thing and Christianity and stuff. And that's got me down the whole rabbit hole. But gr growing up, I, I pretty much had a had a normal childhood. Well, normal in, in, a, in a quote unquote sense. You know, I had a pretty much normal childhood. Uh, I did experience some, um, some racial animosity and some racial experiences growing up in the Bronx due to the, hmm. the whole, uh, you know, stop and frisk and all that other stuff. You know, I did, uh, I did come across certain, um, individuals uh that you know that is police who did uh see and treat me and my friends a certain way when um vice versa other white folks they didn't treat that way you know what i'm saying so that mm -hmm. that's pretty much that's pretty much uh the gist of it all right um how many brothers and sisters bro um i am the oldest of everybody so I'm, oh I'm the, the oldest old, I'm, all right yeah i'm the oldest uh I got a younger sister. She's two years younger than me. My little brother, couple of was it four, four or five years younger than me. And I got two two other sisters that are way younger. Mm. So yeah, I'm the oldest. I'm the oldest of everybody. A lot of pressure, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Something, something like that. Yeah, you know, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta make sure I, uh, I set a good example. You feel me? So, mm, <laughs> so. That's what's up, man. Yeah, now, yeah, when yeah. you went to school, bro. Uh, what was the, the majority of, of the of the population in school? Like, what what race was it? Well, you gotta understand something about New York. Uh, that we're divided by five boroughs, right? So, mm -hmm. I grew up in the Bronx. The the majority of the races in the Bronx are gonna be black and Latinos. That's it, right? Mm -hmm. When so when you talk about school, I'm talking about from kindergarten all the way to middle school. That was all black and Latinos. That's all it was. That's all I saw until I went to you know, high school, high school, um, shout out to environmental studies up in 59th street. That's in Manhattan. That's when you started getting a dense population and started to see the mixture of it in high school, the mm -hmm. majority, the majority of white folks in high school, especially in my high school were Albanian. So you had white Albanians. Mm. The second majority was Asians. 
So you had white Albanians and Asians, and the low majorities were Latinos and Blacks. So that's it. So I pretty much basically stayed with with the Latin and Black folk, uh, Latin and Black folks around there, and that's that's all I stayed in at. You know, so that's what the racial majority was in in high school. For some reason, bro, as a minority, I noticed that whether we want to or not, race yeah. coming. Th- comes into play a lot, bro. Like whether we just don't even think about it. It's just race is always like something about it, bro. I mean, what do you think about that? I mean, did it come as a shocker when you started like being exposed to white people more? It does because um, the, the white folks that, first of all, I only, I never really had white friends whatsoever. If I did, it's like a high and by type of thing or whatever Mm. the case was, right? So white folks, for some reason, I will always try to be buddy buddy with them. Try to try to see like if we could like you know have a certain like click, but it never really worked out. I don't know why. It was something that I felt like something was like missing. You feel me? So um, whenever I did go into these white circles, race always came up. Always came up. Like even if you want to, even if you want to put it as a as a afterthought or not, it always came up for some strange reason. I had no idea why, but it always came up. So because that always came up, I always felt that like, why is race coming up with, with white people more than anybody else? You know, whenever I would hang out with Latinos or black folks, race didn't really come up like that. You know what I mean? It came up with something mm-hmm. else, like about a social type of thing, but race never really came up into the bigger dynamic. What, until I started like, you know, actually going into these white circles and the majority of white folks always, for some reason, I always find that funny. And the thing is now understanding it, the reason why they do so is because they know it's, it's something that they have to call out first. It's something that they have to uh, put into the, 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 the social consciousness of things. In order to, in order for them to feel comfortable, like, okay, I said what I needed to say because I have to call out the elephant in the room. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so that's basically why I see them do what they do. Mm. That's a trip, bro. See, I, I noticed that myself. Like, well, you know, yeah. not so much in, uh, in, in elementary school, but more so like in high school and stuff like that where uh yeah. because in elementary school i went with predominantly just all latinos you know some yeah. like a sprinkle here of like you know maybe literally like a couple white kids in that school but yeah, 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 they were yeah, more yeah. like what you would label uh like white trash type of uh you know what i mean type yeah. of type of kid yeah. you know what i mean yeah but um in high school i went to a predominantly white predominantly white school you know uh I don't know how in the world my, my folks got me into that school, but it, it was a big shocker for me, bro. Oh, uh, something happened to your screen, bro. No, I, I did it. Hold up. Give me one minute. I'm oh, you did? Like, oh, moving, my, my bad. I'm yeah. just moving my... Because nah, so, uh, uh, I know the, the, the lamp, that's the, the, the light was all the way in the... Yeah, there we go. There we go. There we go. Okay. okay. Yeah, man. So, yeah. like, to me, it came as a big shocker, bro. When, when I, I started going to high school, it was like predominantly all white bro like for the mo- for the majority of, the, of it it was like pretty much white so like i had a big i had a big problem adjusting to that school because you know it's just uh you start to realize what how how much how much you don't have 
as yeah. a as a Latino, the lack yeah. of resources that you really you know is it it, sh it shows more when you know when you're you compare it to like classmates like certain things is like how come you don't have this like just certain like yeah. they, they will point it out to you bro like they will make it obvious that you don't have it <laughs> like certain things yeah. like a calculator or something bro yeah, like yeah. They, they 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 fucking make me like feel like shit bro like like hey yeah, what's yeah, your calculator yeah, yeah. you know what you can't afford one you know like that type yeah, of shit bro and the like the smallest thing yeah the smallest thing that's the smallest thing um we we, we have to understand um that these uh these white folks they are in a certain position socially you know mm -hmm. they are in a certain position they are in a certain um privileged bracket socially mm -hmm. outside of us so yeah they're gonna have more things yeah they're gonna have more um you know entitlement to to say hey how come you don't got what i got you know what i mean so <laughs> so it it, it it's it, it happens it happens but we have to we have to be clear. We have to understand that uh, this this thing that I call, you know, and and many other people call white supremacy. We, this is something we have to understand that this is a system made for them. Because if you actually see any um, curricular activity, any um, anything that has to do with physicality, who dominate? Not mm. white folks. You know what I'm saying? So you have to put these social, uh, you know, red tape and social barriers and, and, and things there so white folks could get on top and make it harder for you. And the fact that certain people who are Black and Latin actually, but uh, um, outside of the, these barriers, get through and become successful is a great testament to, to the people, the type of people that we are, you know? Mm-hmm. Do you think that perhaps it came from envy, like being envious of of uh, of like us minority, of like historically that we were able to do certain things that they were not able to, and yeah, they yeah. they pretty much switched it up. Yeah, yeah. And made it so yeah. that we are the. You yeah, know. you gotta you gotta understand something. Uh, it, everything that that white I'm not saying all white people are racist. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah. that there are white folks and then there are white supremacists. We gotta make that very clear. Unfortunately, white supremacists are the largest people out here making rules that control our everyday life and existence. So because of that, we got to understand that because of the, 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 the social systematic pressures that are in these, uh, these societies, yeah, they, they do it because of envy. Yeah, look, first of all, let's look at California. California is part of Mexico. Right, always been part of Mexico. But what are these people telling Mexicans? Yeah, illegals, right? Even though the majority of the Mexicans that's in California were born there, and yeah, citizens, what do they say? Yeah, are illegals. Mm -hmm. Yeah, are dirty. Yeah, are aliens. Yeah, this and that and all this other stuff. So when it comes to certain things like that, they have to basically put it in your mind that you don't belong here, even though that was your original land in the first place. Y'all don't belong here. Y'all this, y'all that, y'all this, y'all that. So why do they have to constantly remind you? It's because they're not really lying to you. They're lying to themselves. They have to believe mm. that type of stuff. You know what I mean? And when, when it came even back in the day, back, back, back in the day, when they used to actually get Mexican people and put them in back of trucks and and drive them across the border and use them as target practice. 
you got to understand why they had to do that. You have to understand the mind of these type of people, why they had to do that. It's because they know the power. They know the physicality of the people that we are. We're connected to everything. We're connected to nature. We're connected to, to literally everything. We, there's been stories and historical outcomes that show that Latin people, we are the most religious and we know little secrets of roots and stuff that actually heal the body. These people don't know none of that. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? These people don't know none of that. Even you, you will see historical references of, of white folks who came to Jamestown. They started eating each other until the Native mm. Americans, Native Americans actually had to show them how to like farm. Come on, like this, 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 this ain't science. This is something that we gotta understand. Like, there's a reason why these people keep on reminding us we ain't anything. You feel me? Mm. So now, bro, like with with all this knowledge that you gained, bro, like mm. what pushes you to whatever? Like when you started, like learning all this. I know school had a, a, a small percentage of you gaining this knowledge, bro. Like all this. Yeah. It seems like you got it separate from the school. What oh, pushed yeah. you to want to learn this stuff, bro? Like, what, what pushed you to do that? Well, when my mom, like I told you, <laughs> when my mom t told me the whole, uh, yo, you know, Jesus is black. And um, I, uh, I didn't even believe it. I had to do my own research and found out, you know, uh, the, that the Bible, and if anybody is Christian up in here, anybody that believes in God, Trust me, I'm not trying to go against your beliefs. This is just something that happened. So, you know what I mean? Don't take it up on me. But um, God, God itself, the, the, the religion of God was used to control the people. And the Bible was rewritten in certain ways where when you re read it, it was supposed to be the, the divine God who said that it's okay to be submissive to your master and all this other stuff. So once I started seeing that and I started to see that, okay, the way, especially Latinos, we have to keep it real. When we see, when we go to church and we're super religious and we see white Jesus everywhere, subconsciously that, that does something to us subconsciously we start seeing white folks as a deity, as a, a God, basically. I've been to mm -hmm. many, I've been to many Latin households where when the, 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 the boy or the girl dates a white person, they can do nothing wrong. It's like winning the lottery. It's true. It's like winning the lottery to the family. Oh, tu te casaste con blanquito. Oh my God. Thank God, you know what I mean? This is something that we got to be real about. Like, af after that, that person can do nothing wrong. You know what I'm saying? So we have, we have to be real and get away from that whitewashedness. We have to get away from that type of mentality. So the more I started researching, the more I started seeing, the more I started learning. You know, learning how Black people were getting hanged right alongside Latin people up in Texas. You know, they even had designated trees for that, you know? So I started to see that and I started to see that, okay, our, our, our um, fight between black and Latin people are not so different. You know, I've always, mm -hmm. I've, always I, I've seen certain people think that racism just 
affects black people. Why black people always complaining about racism? Why <laughs> black people always is talking about how many, how many benefits do you guys want? And the thing is that we have to understand that land people, we're not that far away from it. Mm. We're literally not that far away, we're like one bracket above it. And um, and we do get affected the same way. Look what Donald Trump was saying when he was becoming president. He was attacking everybody. We were not mm -hmm. better off. He was attacking everybody. He called Latin people rapists. He said that we were criminals and we were running drugs up in here and all that other stuff. Build that wall. But when in reality, you look at the numbers, you see that Asians, Asian people, Asian people are the, the, the most illegal and legal immigrants that come into this country. Latin people are not. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. So, so that was automatically, uh, that was basically, um, you know, uh, uh, proof for me that we're all getting targeted, you know? And we're over here bickering about who's who and what's what. And, uh, I, you know, th this person did something to me in sixth grade. That's why I hate black folks. Stop all that. You know, stop all that. <laughs> so I saw a bigger, I saw a bigger thing and I started to research and actually learn, you know, outside of school, actually learn the certain uh, systematic um, things that are connected to everything. And I started to say, oh, it's a bigger game. It's a, it's a bigger game than this, you know? Mm, for sure, bro. Now, let me trip you out on this, man. Since you mentioned that, uh, that like, you were seeing with, like, family members that were, like, marrying, you know, lighter skin or, or even white white people, you know? uh with with people that i've met like from like ranchos and stuff like that from you know from mexico it's a big thing to uh they they encourage to to marry from someone from the from, from the town right from their town in mexico right from their from their uh yeah. village uh but now a lot of cultures still have this even with the culture within my family like they 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 push the agenda of marry even even if it's a cousin. Mm. So it's not spoken of. It's not spoken of. It's very touchy, but it's there. I, I've had conversations with my folks that, you know, that because some family members in my family and, and um, friends of the family and stuff, they take pride that they marry from someone from the town and they just so happen to be cousins, even second cousins or whatever, but the cousins nonetheless, you know, and it's like, they don't see nothing wrong with that, but yeah. when when brought up, when brought up, they don't they don't want to talk about it because they oh, know yeah, in yeah, America yeah. they they look down upon that. Yeah, yeah. But for some like, reason, tra tra traditionally, yeah, they they think it's yeah. okay. Yeah, they're like they're like callado, callado. That's a cosa de la familia. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying though, yeah, but that's what I'm saying though. Like, that's what there's a lot of uh um you know, I don't know what you want to say like backward thinking, but. In America, it's like it's praised to to marry someone that's, you know, well off financially, right? It's yeah. you know, it's praised and and it's it's encouraged, right? But over there, it's encouraged to marry someone humble. Mm -hmm. You know, it don't matter. It don't matter. You know, the skin color. It don't matter if it's darker, or lighter person or or whatever that I've noticed. You know what I mean? Like in traditional ways of doing things. You know what I mean? They do it more like if, if that person is honorable, if that person is works hard, that those are yeah. the characteristics that are looked upon to to marry, you know? And if yeah. and if that person doesn't have that, then it's like nah 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 don't marry that person.
You know what I mean? Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just a trip to think about it that way. It's just a trip to think about it that way that uh, in America, you're more valued of the the of the money of the, fin the financial gains that you can bring to the yeah. relationship. But yeah, then you, again, you yeah. struggle you struggle through your marriage if you don't have the characteristics that takes to maintain the marriage, which is yeah. more like traditional values. So yeah. it's like it's kind of a, you can't have both, now, I guess. Now, I, I I I get it. Um, you, you gotta understand that in our in our countries, in our parents' countries, the life is seen different. You know, mm -hmm. life is tackled different. You you uh you you work and then you basically live off the land, or you basically you're you're chilling. You know what I'm saying? It's not that demanding. Mm -hmm. Here, you're kind of living to work. You know what I mean? So here you're you you're 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 working twelve hours. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people work fourteen hours, just so mm -hmm. you could just so you could pay your your rent, light, and and have some internet. You know. So I know I know here that's the reason why the majority of people come here because of the economic gain from it. Um, and it's not, it doesn't baffle me why certain people will have a different type of mentality uh, there than versus here. Um, the American mindset, it's, it's a capitalistic doggy dog type of mindset. That's something that we have to be real mm -hmm. about. Uh, it, it's like eat a, eat a kill or be killed. You feel me? So <laughs> like, yep. I, I, I understand, I understand why it would be like that, but but you tackle something you tackle something really really important where people back home we 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 look at relationships different you know we look at relationships different for example women back home they look not only if the man could provide but could protect mm -hmm. if they have good values Yo, is this guy gonna beat me every every minute? You know what I'm saying? If if they're not all of that, if they're not all of that, and they actually come with good values, provide, hard worker, isn't playing any games, but want to make sure you know they they got a five, ten, fifteen year plan to progress. Mm. Women are gonna get attracted to that. Here, women get attracted. How much money you make? You gotta make six figures. What else? That's it. You feel me? So, mm -hmm. so the mental the mentality is different, and the men, the mentality for men. I'm not gonna put this on the ladies. The mentality of men is different too. Over there, <laughs> the mentality of of men in our countries. Let's keep it real. Uh, the mentality for men is are uh, are you a nurturer? You you feel me? Mm -hmm. you, you don't. You shouldn't have any. You shouldn't have more than two or three bodies on you. You know? Are you are you actually are you? Do you cook? Do you actually have the fundamentals? To be a woman, here, here is basically is basically like how much Instagram followers you got. Do you got the angles? You know what I mean? Is your is your booty fat? That's what they care about. That's what <laughs> that's what some of the men care about here. You feel me? So the mentality is different. The mentality yeah. is 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 very different. And I think, and I'm gonna say, is the American mindset of uh of capitalism. I'm gonna I'm gonna mm -hmm. go out on a limb and say that it's. It, it corrupted the way men and women are seeing each other. You know, I don't know if you agree with me, but that's how I see it. I mean, everyone. I mean, like they say, bro, every head is a world, bro. And like, you know, you're yeah. a different world. I'm a different world. We're two separate sides of the nation, but 
there's a lot of things that you know what i mean just because we don't see eye to eye bro doesn't mean that we're wrong bro it's just it just means that you know what i mean that we see the world in a different perspective you know living life in different ways and stuff but um i get you bro it, it is it has to do a lot with uh you know capitalism and all the way that the way that the, the that media portrays the world from this side i'm sure you know what i mean like you know especially i mean especially living in a and you know, in in a in a rancho, in a village, you know, in in a certain place like Mexico or any 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 third world country, you know, that I guess you could call it a third world country or any country that has like you know very very poor people, uh, they they're gonna see life in a different perspective, bro. It, it, that's just yeah. that's just a given, you know. Like over here, yeah, nobody, there's a lot of poor people. Yeah, we we gotta understand we we got a lot of first world problems here. People are talking about how you identify as. Here, yeah. people are talking. People are talking about Latin X this, Latin X that. Here, pe people are people are talking about, um, you know, the Me Too movement and somebody raped me back twenty years ago. Over there, nobody cares about none of that. They just care about is food on the table today. If not, we gotta go hustle to get it. That's what they care about. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they have a different type of way of living. They're more humble. They're more, they're more uh, different. They, they view the world very different than the American mindset. You know what mm. I mean? And again, and I, I believe, I, don't, I, I could be wrong, but I believe the American capitalistic mindset is, uh, is a very toxic way to, to, view, to view the world. Yeah, it is, bro. I mean, it just kind of off of that, bro, like, because uh, my wife is half Puerto Rican, right? Her pops is from uh, from Ponce. Her mom is a Chicana from L.A. And uh, we actually went to Puerto Rico some years back. And it doesn't, even though it is a part of America, it, it it's, it's like it's like that 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 um kind of like picture it like this. It's kind of like America's third cousin that comes around, and America sees him like, nah, he's he, he's back over here to fucking hide. Pretend that we're yeah. not here. That's how yeah. America treats Puerto Rico, yeah. bro. On some real yeah. shit, bro. Because yeah. Puerto Rico has a lot of, you know, the, I mean, the people are fucking nice. Like, when we out there, I mean, I guess I stand out. <laughs> They're all like, hey, Mexicano, eres Mexicano? I'm all like, yeah, see, she's fucking, you know. So it's yeah. like, but, but they're good people, man. Like, like there was like, you just, man, it's just nothing but, you know what I mean? Helpful people that, you know, and it's fucking the food, bro. The food, I fell in love, bro. And, um, but there's a lot of poverty, bro. That's what I see. Oh, a yeah. lot of poverty. We, we, we gotta we gotta understand there's certain um Latin communities, there's certain Latin people who f fight and talk against the systematic oppressions. when I went mm. to Puerto Rico, I saw a bunch of spray painting signs talking about go home, gringo. You know what I mean? And they weren't talking about me. They weren't talking mm -hmm. about, you know, um um Latin Americans, they were talking about them white folks, you know. Mm. So this is something we gotta, you know, we gotta understand that this is this thing is global. This whole thing mm -hmm. isn't just designated in one area to one group of people. No, this is global. We have to understand that the the same systematic oppressions that happen to a certain group of people happen to everybody that looks like them certain group of people or is mm -hmm. treated like the certain groups of people. You know what I'm saying? So that that that's what we got to understand, and I, and I think I think the message is being is being felt a little bit more, you know. Mm, no doubt, man. Now, as for going into the the podcast thing, bro, like, yeah, 
when you were a youngster, high school and stuff like that, what inspired you? Like, what pushed you forward? And, I mean, I've always been into, like, ever since I found out what a, what a Chicano is, ever since I found out kind of my identity, you know, in society, yeah. I... I I got it into my head that uh that if 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 individually if we push ahead with a good message and we try mm -hmm. to do good for ours for our people yeah. eventually others will follow with that same message you know that that's what mm -hmm. I had in my mind especially seeing you know there, there's been films about like the cultura and and just the Latino experience bro that inspired me a lot to talk openly about issues and stuff so i've always been that that not always but like you know maybe like in, since middle school that's when i yeah. kind of had my eyes open into like looking into what what a brown beret was and what what this was what that mm. was you know what i mean so i started learning more about it you know so what pushed yeah. you bro what pushed you to want to talk latino i mean you can yeah. be talking about kinds of other you know bullshit that other people talk in the world about some some you know what i mean some 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 yeah nonsense yeah. you know but but you're pushing yeah you're pushing for your people so i mean what pushed yeah. you to do that um it didn't start in high school to be to to be honest with you um outside after high school that's when i started to get some of the knowledge that i was getting by myself i i will attribute this to two mentors that i got um you know I, i'm not gonna say their names but one is puerto rican and the other one is a black american those are the ones that, that, that taught me like, hey, maybe you should look at things this way. Here's some books where you can read it and stuff like that. And the, the more I started to get knowledge of self, the more I started to actually understand certain ways how the world moves, how the world maneuvers, how I, how people see me. I, first of all, I didn't start with a, an identity. I was calling myself a Latino for, for a long time not knowing that Latino was not a race, even though mm. I could dif differentiate who a Latino is from a white person, from a black person, from an Asian person, we're not considered a race. And mm. I felt, I felt like that was a little off a little bit. The fact that we're not considered a race, we're considered an ethnicity that felt a little, it didn't click to me. But when I started to see that, and then I started to, uh, to actually uh, find out more historical factors about our people and myself. For example, how there's pyramids all over through Africa, and there's also pyramids all over South America. That right there is not a coincidence to me. When I started mm. to see the, those type of things, I was like, wait a minute. How certain um, African tribes used to worship the sun, how, and also vice versa, how the Mayans, Aztec, Incas, all of those people also used to worship the sun, how they used to have hieroglyphics of, of certain, certain uh, days and, and times that they will map out years in advance. That right there told me, wait a minute, this is not, this right here is, is, is not a coincidence. Something, something is, is, is bigger than this. So when I started to actually learn more about Latino history, about the the atrocities that we actually went through um like you said the brown berets the young lords the the certain latin people that were part of the black panther party and certain things that latin people actually did for example um how latin people it was the mendez versus westminster 
a court case that mm. helped California uh, desegregate schools. So that was a that was a Latina. That was a that was a, a Latina right that did it. That actually Obama, his time of office, gave her a little a little um, a medal of of honor. So a Latina started that to help California desegregate. Once that happened, two years later, that's when all schools nationwide, federally, were desegregated. So when I started to see and, and learn and, and, and see how things were going, that's when I started to see, it was like, wait a minute, our people got history. Our people actually did something. I, didn't, I wasn't taught this in school. You know what I was taught in school? I was taught that Abraham Lincoln, you know what I'm saying, did this, he got shot in the head, and George Washington never told a lie. You feel me? That's what I was told. But I was never told about my history. And when I asked for it, hey, what did Latinos do? You know what my, the response that I got was? Yeah, we didn't do anything. <laughs> That's what my response, that was the response to me was. So knowing, knowing that and knowing the lies I, that I was told and actually going out and finding out the history of our own people, it's 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 breathtaking. So that's the reason why I I started I started, outside of Donald Trump was an addition to educate our people about the historical facts that we actually went through, the histo the historical accomplishes that we actually did. You feel what I'm saying? So so that that that's the reason why I I got into the the whole uh, podcasting thing, and, and I said, you know what? Let me just start a podcast. And, and and actually, you know, put these thing, these ideas out there. You know what I'm saying? It was either that yeah. or go to the train with a bullhorn and say, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was either that or that. You know what I mean? I mean, shit. I mean, you see, like religious, you know, groups of people in the corners preaching that word. I mean, yeah. I mean, what? That's what I always ask myself. What differentiate? Uh, what differentiates someone that's so passionate about something that they believe, you know, and, and it, has, it happens to be religion, but why can't just people that believe something so strongly be in the corner rapping that shit? I'm not talking about yeah. rapping like in song time. I'm just no, talking course, to people about it. You know what I mean? Just, yeah, yeah, just yeah. letting them know, like, you know, don't don't let them bring us down type of shit. Don't, don't yeah. get discouraged because you don't have what the other side of town has. That type yeah. of talk, like, I mean, people are so quick to just go out every fucking weekend and drink out fucking, you know, and do all this shit that is just so repetitive. But yeah. to stand out and do some some something like that, you know, a lot won't do that shit. And a podcast is yeah. just as close as that, bro, to have yeah. a voice and just put that shit out there, man. And um, yeah. that's the yeah, thing, because... bro. I feel like a lot of people just give up. They give yeah. up on just trying because they maybe they don't see changes in their area you know yeah. what i mean but as a whole i mean as long as you keep moving that one foot forward bro i mean one foot bro i mean how do you get to yeah. a destination a, a fucking yeah. you know one one pace at a time right yeah i i um when i started my podcast um i started it may 2018 mm. um i uh I didn't, I, I really didn't think it was, not, it was, I felt like I was just going to be a crazy person talking to myself for a whole hour. That's it. So I was like, all right, nobody's going to listen to me. If I probably get listeners, probably like one or two. And I'm just going to be talking to myself for a whole hour. Let's see how far this goes. 
I was only going to do the podcast for 10 episodes. That's it. For 10 episodes. After episode number 10, mind you, I, I'm speaking to the speaker in my mic. I didn't even, uh, in my computer, I didn't even have a good mic at that time. So after 10 episodes, I'm looking at the comments and obviously you're going to get some negative comments, but it was all also positive ones. So I'm like, yo, keep it going, bro. Yo, you doing you doing your thing? I didn't even learn know about this. That's what's up. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, people really want to hear me? Really? Okay. So that's when I said, all right, let me let me just keep I keep it going. So that's when I, you know, went from ten to right now it's like 149 episodes. Because of that, because of that. I be I, I got I got part I got I got put on the list of all Latin podcasters. I'm number seventeen, um, and it wasn't because of me. It was because of the people. You know, shout out, shout out to y'all. Um, because of that, I became number twenty four on an all Bronx influencer podcast YouTube list. Again, it wasn't because of me. It was because of y'all. You know, shout out to y'all. So I, I I'm actually seeing my I'm seeing my 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 stock rising. I'm seeing myself being put on certain places where I didn't think I was ever going to be a part of. And there, my message is being reached out and my message is being talked about because now I'm seeing a lot of people talking about, hey, I think we should start thinking that Latin should be a race. You know what I'm saying? I'm seeing a lot of people talking about, let's have this black and Latin unity actually happen. I'm seeing a lot of more, more talks like that happen because to be honest, black and Latin unity wasn't really talked about like that. And also it mm. wasn't that strong. So we gotta we gotta keep it real. So this is I'm seeing more and more of these talks actually happen. So I'm actually pretty proud of it. Mm, that's what's up, man. So now, do you think as a podcaster, bro? Like, do you think that um, Latino podcasters are talking about the right things? I mean, do you? I mean, how do you see? Because I mean, there's 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 a podcast for everyone, bro. Let's let's not forget yeah. that it's not yeah. just about talking about you know things that you know that i guess matter in the world you know what i mean like politics and all yeah. these different issues in the world you know of you know with us in mind yeah. but i mean do you think for the most part we as latinos are 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 conveying the message pretty good through podcasts or should yeah. we should we be should should we more aggressively convey the message what do you feel bro um well, however the message gets conveyed is however the message gets conveyed it, it depends on the person receiving the message a lot of people are not going to receive it and resonate with that message at, at at the beginning you know it's going to take some time there's certain people that get hooked other people that won't you know it really depends on the person and also depends on the person speaking if you sound like you're doing a teaching lecture a lecture and you're putting mm. people to sleep nobody's gonna listen to you you know what <laughs> i mean so you gotta be you know very engaging you gotta be out there you gotta be doing the thing now with the question that you asked if latinos a podcast or latino podcast actually doing it right to be honest with you i don't know there's literally a new pot there's like thirty thousand new podcasts being created every week it depends on the certain small ones that actually go through you know a lot of people start off podcasting and die off so mm. I, I, the, just the, by the small ones that I've heard about the Latino podcast that I've heard, I heard some good ones and I also heard some bad ones. Um, so far, the message that is being brought out 
I'm going to be keep it honest. It's too, it's too liberal. It's too liberal. Mm. And they're, they're talking, they're talking too much about this Latin X stuff. Now there's a new term. There's a new term called Latin X. Remember, Latin X is only designated for a certain group of people, and I got nothing wrong with that certain group of people. You want to be called Latin X? That's cool. But the whole community should not be called Latin X. That's my issue mm. with it. So that's what I see that some of these Latin people are getting on that type of thing. But overall, I, I'm seeing I'm seeing some of the message be, being um, spoken about and being being pushed through a little bit more positively. So yeah, I, I, I see I see something good coming out of it. Mm. So where do you see the division, bro? Like a lot of people don't want to be called even Latino. Yeah. They, I mean, a lot of people want to be called indigenous, but don't yeah. live the life of an indigenous person. Yeah. But still um, want to be called that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like how do you, well, uh, of course, historically that's what we are, indigenous, right? Yeah. But yeah. yeah. To be indigenous is to live according to the lifestyle of our ancestors, which we don't not we no longer yeah. live like that. So how can we be yeah. labeled as that now? Yeah. Well, oh, um, what's your take on that? Yeah, my, my take a take on it is this: um, Hispanic and Latino even were given to were given to us. We were never given that choice to even mm. come up with that type of label. The only thing about Latino was certain Central Americans were a part of that discussion, but even, even though Latino is based on a European label that was already there with the, mm. word Latin, with the word Latin. So this is something that we have to understand. We should not be using Hispanic, nor Latino, nor Latinx, nor Latin, whatever. <laughs> now, the fact that Latin people are not a race gives it, it opens the door for other people to insert their bullshit into it meaning that's the reason why there's certain people going into the alt-right meetings who are latin there's certain people going into you know um the the hebrew israelites who are latin and these two people have a culture but they're being pulled by different um, ideologies of race. So the reason why is because Latin is not considered race. If we actually come to the table with a agenda that is politically an agenda that puts us all in one box that's classified with something that we came up with as a race, all of that other stuff will get, you know, eliminated. Now, with the whole indigenous thing, I do agree that the majority of us do have indigenous roots and some of us are more indigenous than others. I do agree to that. And labeling themselves indigenous is just a way to fight back. And I see mm. that, I see that, I get it and I'm all for it, go right ahead. But again, that, that puts a hole, again, that puts a hole into the fact that Latin is not a race. You know, we have to, we actually have to come to the table and actually have to have a conversation about labeling us as a race. Now, the whole living as an indigenous person, to me, I could care less if you, if you claim indigenous and, and you don't go, you know, you don't start dancing around fire pits and all that. You start, don't sacrifice somebody because the full moon, that's all good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but, um, I, I 
I wouldn't, I didn't even know what an indigenous lifestyle would be. But here in, the, here in America, here in America, I think that if you want to claim indigenous, that's cool. Go all, all power to you. But at least you got to understand that the reason why you're doing so is because of a certain factor that we're not a race. If we were a race and we're classified as a race, all that indigenous black, white stuff goes out the way and mm. actually will be labeled with something that we're labeled. You feel me? You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, of course, man. Yeah. I mean, that. that's just, I just see that as a division. The, the, you know, what the part that divide divides us as a people. Yeah. That, you know, there's a lot of factors. I mean, that's that's just one of them. The, the, the language is another thing. You know what I mean? The, the ones that speak only Spanish or, you know, for the most part, Spanish and if you speak English more, you're like, no, no, you're you're too much of these people in America. You've you've yeah. already you know become too much of this culture. You're no longer, you know, ours anymore. You know what I mean? You belong to here now. So it's like, but but then again, Spanish is not even the original language to our people anyway. It's not. But it's not. like, I have a friend, right? I have a friend that uh that he he basically says that he he knows English and Spanish, right? But he chooses to mostly Spanish because that's what makes him more Mexicano, more authentic. You know what I mean? But I'm like, I'm like, do you know that's not even your original language? You know, like, yeah. how can that make you more original when that's not even the original language? You know what I mean? So I'm like, I'm like, people take it so, so, so much to heart. What makes them original? But then they live this American lifestyle that counteracts. You know what I mean? The whole purpose. Yeah. So it's yeah. like it's it, it's a confusing state of mind, bro. It really is. Yeah, I I um again I, I see it for what it is. Um it like I said like I said before, um just because you speak Spanish doesn't mean that you're being connected to whatever culture your parents are in mm -hmm. whatsoever. We are conquered people. This is something we mm -hmm. have to understand. Um we speak Spanish because we are conquered people. The original language, mm -hmm. especially because I'm half Dominican and Ecuadorian, right? Mm -hmm. So the original language in Ecuador and all throughout the the western part of South America was Quechua, right? Okay. My mom speaks Quechua fluently. She mm -hmm. speaks Quechua fluently. I know maybe one or two words, not even that, right? But that's the original language. If I really, which I should, which I should. But if I really wanted to sit down and actually learn the language, it, that that would be some way to decolonize myself. You feel me? And, and mm. all that. But but we gotta understand, as as Latin people, we are conquered, and it's a bitter pill to swallow. We understand that. We should understand that. It's not it's not cool to just say, oh, by the way, I'm a conquered person. It's never cool to say that, and we understand that. But we have to come to the realization. That Latin people were conquered. That's the reason why we speak Spanish. That's the reason why we practice Catholicism. That's the mm. reason why exactly. That's the reason why we have certain um, certain traits and certain um, beliefs of you know um, of, of of Spanish settlers. You know what I'm saying? So this is the reason why, and the fact that certain people go and say, "Well, I'm a, I'm a mestizo," and all this other stuff. These are labels put mm -hmm. from the Spanish colony to us. So we have to understand that 
to break away from that is to actually understand our history and break away from those type of mindsets, you know? Mm, no doubt, man. And like you said, man, it's a tough pill to swallow, man. And it's, that's why some, uh, a lot of people can't let go of that because they're so used to it. That's It's been so ingrained to them in their, yeah. in their heart and soul. And they just can't. That's that's their form of, of identity at this point, yeah. you know what I mean? So now let's go back to, uh, to you as a podcaster. I mean, that's that's a whole skill in itself, bro. And that doesn't come from one fucking day to another. Like, no. <laughs> when, when, when you decided, when you decided, like, you know, I have a voice. First of all, before we even get to that, yeah. how long did it take you to find your voice? Because that by itself, bro, I mean, you can have ideas, you can be passionate about something, but, like, to actually voice it out, that's yeah. a different fucking animal yeah. right there, I, bro. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a keep it real with you. Um... I found my voice through Facebook. So mm. when I started, when I started, um, when I started the whole uh, 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 podcasting thing, before I started that, I went on Facebook and with the knowledge that I have, mind you, I don't know everything. So I'm still learning. Mm. You feel me? So when I went, when I was on Facebook, I would get into debates. I would get into little debates with white supremacists, with things that mm. I would put out people that disagree with me, even my own family, I would get into small little debates. You know what I mean? The more I started getting into these, these debates, the more I started to structure my arguments a certain way. I would put my words a certain way, which would develop from Facebook to the way I speak, to the way mm. I convey my message. Because from Facebook, I would be at the gym talking that same shit to some of my friends. You know what I mean? And we will have some respectful discourse. So when that started happening and I decided to do the podcast, to be honest with you, I wasn't even going to do the podcast that I have now. I was going to do something completely different. It was going to be entertainment based. It was going to be with a friend of mine. Mm. And we only went through one episode, <laughs> only one episode that never came out. We only went to one episode and that whole thing didn't even feel right. To be honest with you, it didn't feel right. Mm. It felt like it, it, it felt like I was carrying the whole thing by myself. And, oh, okay. and I was like, I was like, hold on, something feels off, right? So uh oh, shout out to Keith, what's going on? I see Keith in the, in the building, what's going on, bro? Uh so good, it felt man. it felt it felt off. So I was like, what can I do in a podcasting thing? Because I was passionate about it. What can I do and talk about that I'm passionate about? And the only thing that came to mind that I was really passionate about was, you know, talking about um, Black and Latin uh, unity and, and waking Latin people up. And I was like, fuck it, let's go. So that's when mm -hmm. I, I started it. And when I started it, it just... It didn't explode from the beginning, but I started getting some good buzz, and then from yeah, there, yeah. I, it just went. It went. It went off, and I was like, "Okay, cool. I'm I'm getting some good uh, some good feedback from this, you know." Okay, but in terms yeah. of like now, in terms of like you know hooking it up and knowing where you're gonna upload it and things like that. Yeah. When did, uh, how long did it take you to get all that together, all that pieced up? Um, it took me a week. It took me really? a week. Yeah, it took me a week. Um, it took me a day or two just to find out, find the right hosting website. 
to uh, to to upload my podcast. And by the way, if anybody that doesn't know, if you don't have a website, if you don't have a website, you got to put your podcast in the hosting website where, you know, they could have that going. Um, and I, the first two episodes, episode one and two, I, I, I recorded that same day and I, uh, I uploaded it. I uploaded it, uh, maybe a week, a week and a, no, two, a, a week and a half after everything was already set up my YouTube channel and my, and the podcast. So I already got approved for, for iTunes and for Google, uh, podcasting that same, that same, uh, that same week. So I said, yo, let me just put it out there. Let me just test it out. So I put it out there and you know, my first episode got what? Three downloads. The second one got one download. I'm like, all right, cool. Some people, some people are listening to it. I don't know who, but whatever, but I didn't have a mic. I was Mm. just using the computer mic. (laughs) You know what I mean? So everything that I learned how to edit, how to, um sound engineer how to how to take different things out i learned it on the fly i learned it on the fly how to edit my podcast what software to use by the way i use GarageBand. uh what what uh what mic i should have everything was on the fly and just how to lower some of the uh, some of the volumes for my theme music and how to put it up and down how to automatically do that i learned it from youtube i had to like like how to, you know what I'm saying? Sure. So, so I was like learning all of that on the fly, bro. Did you go on YouTube University to check that out? Uh, nah, <laughs> I actually yeah. did it. I just, I just, I just put a how to, and that's it. You know what I mean? Oh, it's like, like that, like on Google. Yeah, uh, yeah, on YouTube. Right. Yeah, how to, blah blah blah. You know what I mean? Oh, okay, that's what's yeah. up, man. See, that's where a lot of people, um you know, stop. I mean, they have, people have great ideas, you know, as for podcasts, but once they get to, you know, looking into how to do all this, there's many ways one can do a podcast. I mean, you can do that shit through your phone. You can do that shit straight through YouTube. You can do that. You know, there's many ways to do it, bro. And it's like, I think just the the number of options scare people off, depending on which one they stumble on first. Yeah. They stumble on this complicated ass way to do it, which some yeah. people do have it really complicated. You know, they have it fucking, you know, connected to their fucking mixer, from the mixer to the computer, and then to the mic, and a big ass complicated thing. And, yeah. and if you don't know like how to do all that shit, you know, that's it's complicated, bro. People quit I, on that. I'm actually, I'm actually, uh, I'm, I'm a research. Oh, just a uh, somebody right here said Flow DCM. Shout out to you. Oh, I mean, Flow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, shout out to Flo. He said, uh, do you uh, stream live on YouTube? Yeah, I do. You can go to my YouTube channel, Radical Latino, and you can see some of my live content. I do it here and there sporadically, but I got to start doing it more consistently. Um, I actually, I'm researching on some of the mix, uh, like uh, uh, mixer, mixers and stuff like that. I'm researching on some of the ones I should get because I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about you know, doing that a little bit more professional, my podcast a little bit more professional, mm. having some uh, sound drops, you know, there already. Pro oh, with that mixer, that. with that special podcast mixer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm researching. I'm, I don't know which one to get, but I'm researching. I'm, 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 the I'm best one people use is called the Roadcaster. That's just pricey as fuck. Though. That's like, that's, that's fucking too pricey, I think, for me. Oh, It's like 300, 600 bucks or 700 bucks. Yeah, Roadca- uh, Roadcaster. Yeah. The Roadcaster, yeah. yeah. 
Hey, listen, if it's going to be a good investment, it's going to be a good investment. I I'll mean, say, if you're really into one. it and you're going to go the whole way and, and find different avenues to, like, profit from it and have that, yeah. you know what I mean, have that pay off, you know, what you what you put in, I mean, of course, that it does pay off. But, like, someone just doing it just for the fucking passion of it, I mean, I don't know, bro. I mean, I don't know if that's – I mean, I don't know. Like, everyone's different, you know what I mean, depending on your budget. But, I mean, so now once you got that done, like, for a for a, what's it called like a beginner, bro? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Because I've I've come across a lot of people, and when I started mu- like making, because I'm a hip hop artist as well. So when I started making music, I would ask people, um, "How do you do this? How do you do that?" And people don't want to fucking tell you, bro. It's like I understand like Snoop said it. No, I yeah, I like I understand Snoop said it. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, what is it? What is? Uh, how does it go? Like, uh, basically, you you pay uh, the word. Like, what is it called? Like, you have to pay for the for the word. Like, you know what? what how does it yeah, say? Yeah, yeah. For the, for the, pay like, to basically, play or like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to basically like nothing's for free. Like, knowledge ain't for free. But like, something on. Uh, I mean, how do you feel about that, bro? How do you like you nah, being a creator? How do you feel about if someone I, came I, to you and asked you, yo, how do you do this? Like, you know, can you give I me some pointers? I'll let them know automatically. I'm not going to do all of that. Listen, uh, if you want to create, listen, if you want to start a podcast, if you want to start a podcast, uh, these are the things that you're going to need to get. No, hosting website. If you don't have your own website, hosting website, these are some of the website. LinkSing, Podbean, um, you know, uh, uh, a podcast. Uh, I think it was a podcast studio. These are some of the websites that will host your things that you will put it out. Um, and it's it's slow than like $10 a month. You know, if you're going to be doing it every week, you know, you got to pay for the, you, you know, you got to pay. Um, a good mic. Just get yourself a good mic. Um, if, if you don't want to spend more than $100, get yourself something for $50 or, or lower that's uh, that's uh Connieoid or whatever I think was it is it called Connieoid or whatever the case is it's, it's it's small get get yourself like a snowball or oh, okay or uh, a Roku or something like that you know what I'm saying uh, get make sure you know what PC you have if you have a Mac GarageBand is already installed in your Mac go to How Tos or whatever the case is learn how to set up. Your your GarageBand for uh for your for for your Mac. There's a couple of websites. Actually, I got a template that I could uh send to people, a regular template that I could send to people that people could download on their Mac. If you got a PC, uh, just search up on Google best uh P uh, PC or Windows uh app to record or whatever the case is. Record editing all that right. So those are those are the three three things: website, mic, and application. Those are the three things. Um, if you uh, once you got that, you got to know the topic. You got to know your your everything else will come later. You know what I mean? First of all, get those things done first. Once you get those things done first, that's when you'll get you know your little logo, your what your topics that you got to talk about, and make sure it's entertaining and engaging. You know? Yeah. How long did it take you for all that other, you know, side stuff, which is like your logo and stuff like that? Like, you know, what I mean, like, how? Yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, a lot of people aren't. Aren't. I mean, 
people may be creative in one thing and another thing they're like you know damn how am i going to go about this you know so like yeah, how long um, did it take you for like the whole concept of your whole thing oh uh, like i said uh how i told you how everything came out a week and a half i did all of that in a week and a half damn like you knew oh, how to do the graphic and all that shit yeah yeah uh my first logo my first logo was very rudimentary i just put certain things together got went through my ipad edited it put my my thing my my uh my my name on it radical latino and put it out and that's um later on that's when i started you know developing my logo a little bit more i got help on that some people helped me out with the logo and stuff but um uh, but early on, I already had the image, the logo. Mm. It was already set, you know. So I was like, I was ready to rock. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. So, so yeah, I did all of that in a week and a half because I already knew, I already had the vision for it, and I already said, okay, oh, okay. we gotta do this, we gotta do that, I gotta do that, I gotta do that, I gotta do that. So, um, again, the, like I said, I did everything else but get the mic, <laughs> get the mic, um. I got the mic maybe until like weeks later, like episode, like I think episode 2021 20, of my podcast, that's when I got the mic and it started it start to sound a little bit more professional at that point. You know what I mean? So mm. anybody that wants to listen to my podcast, please listen to it after, past episode 21. <laughs> you know, so, you, so it won't <laughs> sound so janky. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I'm just saying this, bro, in the perspective of, because really what, what this podcast I always meant it for it to be for the youngsters, for the one, not even the youngsters, bro, because, I mean, that's this even adults that are jumping into something that is a calling for them, but they don't know how to even get started. They feel it. They know it's a passion. They know that it's, you know, it's been in the back of their heads or something, you know, and they want to venture into it, but they don't know yeah. what the first step is, you know what I mean? So that's, yeah. that's as me as a hip-hop artist, me starting to be like, writing poetry first and then going into actually making songs and stuff i didn't have no one to turn to bro like my bigger brother he never really was around because you know he's older my sister she's way older and you know yeah. i mean like i've been around dudes that just all they want to do is just fuck around and when i really want, wanted to like actually get serious and, and start recording and shit i there was no youtube back then bro like that was i'm talking about yeah. 2000 2001 2002 and yeah. and it was no fucking you I and mean, if there was it was like the beginning stages we didn't know what the fuck that was so it's sure. like so it's like who, who who was there to really talk to you if no one really was on that no one really even if they wanted to answer you what the fuck are they gonna tell you like where could have we turned to for answers you know in in, in the creative stages uh yeah. so that's this is kind of geared for something like this in the uh, not a lot of people want to talk about that shit. It's like it's like, oh, you figure it out. You know what I mean? You figure yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. like, what kind of fucking douchebag shit is that, bro? <laughs> no, you know yeah, I, mean? I, 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 I don't agree to that, man. Listen, if you guys want to figure it out, um, figure out how about I'm very accessible. You just hit me up, let me know. I'll give you the step by step if you want, if you guys want to do it. Um, also, uh. Do you listen? Everybody, this phone that we're talking on right now—it's literally a million-dollar money maker. Okay, mm. you can literally connect your thing and start talking, and then later on upgrade to a lot of things. You know, if you have a great idea, great—I'm telling you, content right now, especially free content, is king. So if you mm. get a good following and you are 
engaging and you got something going for yourself, I'm telling you, content, they will pay you once you get a good following and, and people are like, yo, we can market this person. Trust me, people will pay you. Mm, no doubt, man. Now, as yeah. for now that you have an audience, now that you know that people see your, your you know, the value in what you got to say, like, you start to notice that positiveness, I mean, as for the people that want to know, you know, they, they want to know the people that do, you know, kind of look forward to positive messages. For the most part, if you were to be talking about some, 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 some crazy ass, you know, nonsensical fucking shit, you'll be getting more fucking people following you, bro. Like, oh, yeah. like listen, that, that's no doubt. You know what I mean, like, if I had uh, Jose and, and Garcia having, fighting it out every other week, yeah, people are going to tune in. If, I, if I'm talking yeah. about uh, uh, a BS type of uh, uh, celebrity gossip, yeah, people are going yeah. to tune in. Um, you know, drama, beef, that sells. People are into that ratchet ratchetness. Yes, I, I understand that. But we also got to understand that, you know, there's also other things that's more important than just some beef ratchetness BS, you know, that that's what we have to understand. And the fact that certain people go go to that, that don't bother me. We don't need those type of people anyway. That, that They could be over there. The people who really want to handle business who really about about what we're talking about, they stick over here and this is what we need to talk about. You feel mm. what I'm saying? So so that, I, I understand, is going to happen. They, listen, I, I fell victim to these little, uh, these little, uh, 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 little gossip moments. Like, I get it. I do it too. You, you feel me? But at the end of the day, we got to understand what the bigger picture is. And the bigger picture mm -hmm. is not just you know, the, the, the bullshit, you know, the love and hip hop bullshit. You feel me? Yeah. Now see, it took me a while, bro, to like, to really, to really, you know, come to, come to, um, you know, knowing that this, there's, this world provides a bit to everyone, bro. Like, you know, not just the, just because we all want a better tomorrow, it doesn't mean that everyone's going to subscribe to uh, a good message all the yeah. time. You know, so it, it's just like you said before, bro. It's a hard pill to swallow, bro. Like it's a it's a hard thing to take in, knowing that people want people want to see scandal, bro. People yeah. want to see some scandal shit. People subscribe to to some someone getting beat down in the street. People subscribe to you know even you know God forbid, bro. You know a kid getting run over. Yeah. People subscribe yeah. to that shit, bro. Listen, listen. When I on my YouTube channel, when I do. Uh, some media coverages about certain like about certain people those go get views those get views hmm. when when i talk about hey yo you know uh there's a food drive actually happening you know we could donate 300 400 views i'm like what the hell you, you feel what i'm saying and when i when i talk about or expose a certain content creator for being either racist or whatever the case is oh them shits go up Answers go up, you know, but when it comes to, hey, yo, you know, um, these are some of the solutions our people should come up with 200. I'm like, ah, all right. It is what it is. All, all I'm saying is if I could get my, 
like you, you seen that movie 300? You seen uh, that movie 300, nah, right? Nah, nah, uh-uh. All right. If yeah, you yeah I know seen, about it, but I haven't seen it. No, nah, yeah. If you ever see the movie 300, it's just those 300 soldiers of, of, against the massive armies and they're, and they're winning and all that. That's all I need. If I get a good core of 300 people, trust me, we are going to be unstoppable. Trust me, we will mm-hmm. move mountains. I'm telling you, that's all I need. My good 300. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. So that's the thing, bro. When it comes to when it comes to starting some kind of movement, the same type of uh, patterns happen. If you've noticed through history, if you notice through history, so let, let's talk about the Black Panthers. There's, you know, people that infiltrate, like that one. What is it? Like, what was he? A Japanese dude that he's the one that that was providing the the guns the for guns. the Black Panthers. Forgot his name, but uh, but then it, it turns out that dude was working for the fucking um for the FBI or something, for the CIA or some shit. So it's like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, why in the fucking world were they allowing this dude to provide guns and 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 be the one to pretty much bring down the Black Panthers with the brown berets? That was the same, yeah. almost the same identical shit. There was you know someone in there that was a spy. You know, like what the fuck? With the young, with the young lords, the same thing. Um, even. It was uh it wasn't until years later that the whole Cointel Pro documents leaked out to the public showing that the CIA and the FBI um united to go up against these power groups, united to go up against these these power movements. Because during the sixties, these power groups and power movements were nonstop. At, against white supremacy, they kept on they kept on uh, uh, show, showing them and exposing their vulnerabilities, you know. So they had to do something. So they started to do what they what we call now is fake news, misinformation, mm. right? So that, that's what they started doing. They started to put fake information on newspapers that the Black Panthers were doing this. Fake information about the Brown Berets were doing. Fake information about the Young Lords. That's this is what they're doing, and so on and so forth. So. This fake information not only happened in the media, but also happened with infiltration of these certain people or certain people in the organization ended up flipping. They ended mm. up flipping and, 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 turning, and turning state. So uh, this, is, this is the type of thing that happened. So it's when in any movement, regardless of what it is, in any movement, we have to understand that are, there are going to be certain people that are going to turn state. There are going to be certain people that that will, you know, sell us out, and we just have to be smart to maneuver away from it. Remember, this is a, remember this is the same government that goes into our countries mm-hmm. and economic stifle the whole country, and this is the reason why them people have to go and track days and months on end just to come to this country for economic benefits. So we got to understand that everything is systematically put together. You know what I mean? You think the thing happening in Cuba is not USA backed? Come on now. You think mm. that assassination with the Haitian president isn't, it wasn't a USA, you know, infiltrated or, or issued? Come on. There's, <laughs> there's every, every, this is something that I've always, always, always said, and people thought I was a little crazy about. Remember when, when, um, when Bush was talking about, yo, we got to go to um, 
Al-Qaeda in Afghanistan and all them mm -hmm. other countries because they got weapons of mass destruction. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, China got weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> Russia got weapons of mass destruction. We don't go to them countries, but we go to other vulnerable countries that we know got no weapons of mass By the way, it, 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 was, it was shown that they didn't have no weapons of mass destruction whatsoever. But we don't, you, the United States, they don't fuck around with no other bullies that got weapons of mass destruction. Yeah. You feel me? If Latin America, I bet you $100, if Latin America actually has some weapons of mass destruction, at, in real, it, realistically, if they had it, best believe the United States will not be messing with them. But, you know, since they do, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, man. See, I don't know if you've seen this documentary about the cartels in Mexico where the people, the people in the villages or in the, in the towns, they got together to basically fight back against, you know, the cartels. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. And it turns out that after after a while of, like, them fighting back and stuff like that, uh, a lot of them uh, went into the cartels themselves. They started doing deals with the cartels and basically got corrupted and the whole thing got fucked over, you know what I mean? But yeah. it, it, that happens a lot, bro. Like, that happens where this move, like, it, it seems like everything gets tainted, bro. It seems like, it seems like it's, it's so easy just to fall for, fall for the okie doke. Yeah. It's so easy to fall for, for, for our, our own fucking demise, bro. And yeah. What do you think that is? is? Is that more of a spiritual thing that we just, it's not seen? Or is it is it just a, Sometimes a, a, we, we, a, a we gotta, human thing that we have? Yeah, I, I think um, we have to understand something. Um, everybody's not cut out for this, you know? Everybody is not cut out for the long road ahead, oh, okay. empowerment and, and unity and stuff like that. There are going to be people that talk that good talk. There are mm. going to be people that talk that good talk. But when situations happen, mm. you will see who they are. You feel me? There's a lot of people who are pushed into the media, pushed out there into the media to be seen and, and show, hey, this is your representative. But you got to see who's actually paying that representative. You know, they talk that good talk. Um, it's, I would say it's human nature. They, there's been plenty of, uh, historical, um, references and historical things that came out throughout history that people, um, because of money got corrupted very easily. It happens. It happens. Um, it's unfortunate that it happens, but it happens. Um, it's, 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 uh, there's certain, certain, um, Certain power groups and power movements have always been infiltrated um, because of either money or they want to get out of prison time. You know what I'm saying? So it, mm. it really, it really, it really depends. It really does depend. So um, I'm not gonna say it's it's just a one size fit all, uh, mm -hmm. you know, situation. It just it just happens. You know, people always are in personal uh, turmoil or struggle or whatever the case is. And our enemies like to exploit that. And mm -hmm. the perfect way to exploit that is to fix a problem is with money, right? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah that's man, what happens. Yeah. No doubt, man. Now, let's kind of branch off a bit about motivation. 
and you know what inspires you bro like in general like what motivates you in life man because like we we hardly go into detail with with creators we usually focus more on their creation more on yeah. than on self but self yeah. has a lot to do with with how we carry ourselves and how we how we conduct ourselves in society right so like what motivates you bro like to just keep moving forward in general what what really motivates me is the fact that i do see certain people certain people that hit me up certain people that uh comment on some of my episodes that say yo i i see what you see i understand what you're talking about keep on moving forward keep on doing your thing um i actually met one or two people who recognized me in the street and we had like oh. a good 30 yeah good 30 minute talk about how what I say and how I say it, you know, actually resonates with them and they see what, I, what I'm talking about. So I, I do see, I do see those type of things. And that's what motivates me. The, the, the fact that I am seeing lives change. I am seeing that I am branching these, these, uh, these two groups together and, and, and going in for unity. That's what, that's what I see. The fact that those, the, the amount of Latin people that I have interviewed on my podcast, you know, come with that same type of mindset and the same type of, of idea of unity. That's what motivates me. So when I, when I talk, when I talk about a move, how I move is how I talk, you know, and I always, and, and talking about a code of conduct, having a code of conduct um, with that motivates me when I see other people practice it as well. Mm, that's what's up man see yeah. that's what like me when i listen to podcasts bro like some people don't like motivational like you know speeches and stuff like that or just motivational talk in general because yeah. they're like yeah most of the time motivational talk is all like just just nice things nice things and this and this and that but like you know it's it just so happens that even though you you know what you gotta do in in, in your life you know what you what steps you gotta take it's always good to just hear it, bro. That yeah. it, it just feels good to, no matter if you know what, what, what to be expected in the long run for things, but it's always good to just hear it in another person's perspective and, in, and how another person had went through it. It's just, for some reason, it, it, it's just good to like hear that, bro. It just, it, it uplifts you more and it makes you feel more like at ease that not just your road is, is, is difficult, uh, you know, people have difficult roads all all the time. You know what I mean? So it's just yeah. uh, it's just a good thing to hear that, bro. You know, now as for me, bro, hip hop, hip hop, I feel that it saved my life. You know, like in many forms, because what, where I could have been outside doing some dumb shit, I was indoors recording, right? I was indoors writing. I was indoors creating. And uh, what do you feel? You know, uh, saved your life, bro. Like instead of doing dumb shit. What, what were you doing instead of? Man, um, again, this, um, this knowledge of self came later in my life. I would say, uh, I'm not trying to get into too personals, um, but I was, a, I was a wild kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was, doing, I was doing my little things out there. Um, what really stopped me was basically my cousin. You know, I want to give a huge shout out to my cousin Hector. Um, he's the one that kind of was like steering me in the different direction. And, um, what motivated, motivated me more, uh, when I went to high school 
and I started to hook up with certain uh, people who weren't into that rah rah type of mm. uh, type of mentality, you know. So <laughs> that's what that that's what kept me out of it. Positivity all around. When I started to actually, when I start when I started to actually get into knowledge itself and everything, and I started to uh, actually understand a little bit more. I did run into some rough patches. Um, you know, I was uh, like a couple of minutes away from calling somebody up to give me a pack, you know what I mean? But I was like, nah, <laughs> yeah. let me, let me chill. Uh, but that, that's the, the knowledge of our people and the knowledge and, and getting certain people close to me, you know, who comes with that positivity and that motivation, mm -hmm. you know, really helped me out because if it wasn't for them people, if it wasn't for my mentors, if it wasn't for my friends in high school, if it wasn't for my cousin, I think I will be in, I wouldn't even be, you know, I don't think I'll be here. You know, I'll be doing some knucklehead shit. You feel me? So that, that's, that's what I'll say is the people that I had around me that actually helped me out. Mm, okay. No, man, like this lifestyle, bro, this lifestyle that we, that we, you know, sometimes choose to live, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, uh, <laughs> it takes us to unexpected places, you know? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, Influences, bro. Influence has a big, it's a big deal, bro. Like, even though at the time that you're hanging out with certain people, you may see them as, as like, nah, they're my boys, they're my homies, you know? Like, like who the fuck you talking about? They're bad influence. Like, nah, they're, they're, you know, they're cool. Yeah. But these youngsters, bro, they, they, these youngsters nowadays, is a new fucking generation. So, I mean, I, I guess, we, you know, youngsters are all, have always been misunderstood, right? You know, so it's yeah. like, in comparison to the older crowd, We've always, you know, kind of collide, you know, collided in, in ideas, and we never. I mean, this for the most part, we've always been separate, you know. What I mean, and uh, we've always like, the new generation is always like the knuckleheads. It's always like the the hey, now you don't understand, you don't, you're yeah, less, you know, yeah. what I mean, you're, you're less fucking, um, yeah, you know that you don't you don't come with the same respect as as they did prior. But it's about the same shit, bro. It really is. It's just it's just a different lingo here and there. And it's just about the same shit. You outgrow certain yeah. dumb things, you know. But it's like, what would you suggest to those walking in the wrong footsteps because of influence or because of certain beliefs based on social yeah. media, based on music, based on whatever, you know? What would you suggest to them, bro? What I suggest is um, you think this is the way out. You think uh, crime pays doing what you got to do. Um, look at your big homies. The fact that they're still there around you mm. and they didn't get out says a lot. Um, <laughs> there's, there's other avenues. Uh, there's other ways to, to get out the hood. There's other ways to actually, you know, have a better lifestyle. You know what I mean? It's not winning the lottery whatsoever. So my best, my best advice is see what you're talented in, see what you're good at, Keep on practicing that talent. Keep on practicing what you're good at and create a job out of it. Create your own career out of it. There's plenty of people in the hood who are wonderful artists, who are wonderful filmmakers, who are wonderful recording artists, who are wonderful, extraordinary people, extraordinary people. And their talents are wasted because of some, some other influences around and I'm telling you that that's, that doesn't need to be the case. You could take that talent, exploit it, and sell it off. People will definitely buy 
you know, the, the people definitely will buy content. You know what I mean? Mm. So try, try all I, all I got to say is see what you're good at, no matter what it is and hustle at it. And you could definitely make a career out of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That's what's up, man. Now me, yeah. myself, man, uh, I have, I, I find it hard because I put myself a lot of uh, tasks in front of my, in front of me. I like yeah. to be, be busy all the time and shit. Like, because yeah. I, I have a busy fucking mind, bro. Like, you know, I'm always thinking. I have the type of mind that I'm always thinking and my mind just running 100 miles per hour and shit. And it's like, it's crazy. Yeah. So I, I'm always into something, right? So I find, it, I find it hard sometimes to keep a balance. What is your balance, bro? I mean, what does your balance look like? Oh, shit, bro. My balance, I'm still trying to find my balance. Uh, <laughs> to, to be 100%, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm still trying to find my balance. I'm, uh, I'm, all, I, I'm all over the place. But mm. when I wasn't, when I wasn't all over the place and I was actually, you know, focused, uh, my balance was the gym. That's basically what it was. Um, mm. I just go in there and escape. You know, um, I find the gym to be extremely therapeutic. Um, it definitely, um, it's not for the weak of mind. I, I could go in there stressed out, come back relaxed, you know. And that's, that's what my balance is. My balance is actually physically doing something, you know, physically having something and a goal to do, you know what I mean? And right now, like I said, I'm trying to find my way back into it, you know, but my my before this, my balance was the gym, you know. That's what's up, man. See, that's yeah. that's, that's what's up, man. See, that's that's what I what I'm looking for in inspiration. Yeah. I mean, me personally, bro, like that's what inspires me, bro. To hear words like that, man. To hear things yeah. that that um uh, that one can take into their own routine. One can take into their own, you know, what I mean, to their own, you know, everyday tasks to 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 basically feel better bro because really we're living in a fucking fast-paced society where everything is quick yeah. our fucking attention span is no longer than fucking like five ten seconds it's like it's yeah. fucking nuts bro like and kids are gonna grow up to like even want even faster bro so you know what I mean? that's crazy yeah it's crazy so it's like we we, we all need some kind of balance in life yeah. bro, no, that's you're, more... you're right some of these people who go you know you've seen those uh racist white women who go viral they go viral for mm. one week and people forget all about them. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like crazy. if I if I if I if I say barbecue Becky right now, you would think like, oh, yo, that's shit. like that's like ten years ago. But in reality, in reality, that was, that was like a like month ago. Yeah. So, so that's how <laughs> that's, that's crazy. How, that's how far. That's how fast information comes, and how fast we forget it. You know what I'm saying? So like, especially when it comes to music. Um, music nowadays, again, uh, these rappers just put out, you know, single after single after single after mm. single after single. They don't put out full albums until they do put out a whole album. And you're like, wait a minute, I just heard this whole album already. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's all the so, same tracks yeah, put into an album, basically. Yeah, that's all it is. So, so you're like, you're like, whoa, wait a minute. So, so and then, for example... Lloyd Banks came out with a, I'm not into this new hip hop. I'm telling you right now, I'm not into this drill stuff. I'm not into it, hmm. but I, I'm into lyrics. So Lloyd Banks came out with an album, right? His his uh, newest album. I downloaded it. I was like, ooh, this is hard. And as fast as people were giving a praise, they moved on to the next thing and people forgot all about it. 
I remember because I, I put it on my personal Instagram. I was like, yo, Lloyd Banks' album is hard. Tell me how somebody hits me up and they're like, yo, that's mad old. I'm like, this came out like two <laughs> weeks ago. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? That's what this came out two weeks ago. That's not old. So I think the internet, I think the internet has uh um has messed with the the time span that we actually, you know, relate to things. You know what I'm saying? So I miss yeah. I miss the days that one can go to a fucking record store, bro. I miss that fucking hard, yo, man. Like remember, remember some um, Sam Goodies, bro. I don't. I didn't have. We didn't have. Never a Sam mentioned Sam Goodies. Goodies. All right. We had a, a a Verizon. No, Virgin Virgin Towers. That's what we had. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember that too. There, yeah, there yeah. was there was two. There was one on Times Square, and there was another one on on Union Square in Manhattan. And what was cool about it was that you get to sample and hear the music first. Yeah, they had, so they they had like, a, yeah, headphones like on the walls yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah, there were like sections and stuff, and you would put them on, and yeah. that 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 console would have like three, four or five CDs into it, and you just pick which one you want to listen to, and you would stay there for a good hour yeah. just listening to it and stuff. So. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I remember I remember like record stores like you know picking up the magazines going through, yeah. through it and all that. Yeah, I remember that. It's crazy, man. See, that's what I'm talking yeah. about, man. See, old times like doing that type of shit. You know, that's this yeah. new generation will never fucking experience that shit, bro. Yeah. And this whole internet thing, like people can download something that just came out today and listen to that shit and be over with in the same fucking day, bro. Like an album for me was like a whole fucking experience, bro. It was like a whole month long of an experience for me. Let, let me check, check this out. Check this out. An album for me was 18 to 20 something songs. Mm-hmm. Why are albums now six to 10 songs now? Yeah. Yeah. It's all you know EPs and shit. Yeah. And now, and now, not only that, not only that, but they're not a song is a good three minutes or longer oh yeah mm -hmm. why are these songs two minutes and 30 a minute what <laughs> what is going on these are tiktok songs get out of here yeah, that's what i'm about to say that's like the tiktok version of that shit. <laughs> yeah i don't want to know i don't want to hear that like get out of here with that you know what i'm saying that's but, crazy but i know i know times is moving and stuff like that things is evolving and i think we're starting to sound like the old heads you, you, you know what me? bro that, that's <laughs> what i was just talking about see that's what you're yeah. just talking about like we will never fucking see things eye to eye you know the yeah. older crowd with the younger crowd it would always be some kind of fucking clash bro because it's just two different worlds it's just you know time is it's, it's gonna fucking you know it's gonna it's gonna go move forward bro it's not it's not gonna stay the same style the same fucking sound the same nothing bro things move forward and yeah. that's and we gotta really really we gotta evolve with it even though you know when you get older it's just you stay with like same type of uh you know some some of the same mentality some of the same habits some of the same you know styles and stuff you know and, and that's what they say like you know like you know, some things are hard to break, bro. Like, you know, some of these things are hard to fucking like forget and things like that. Cause we grew up with it. That was like, that was what we knew, bro. Like you, we grew up with some, some fucking, um, some dope East coast music, some dope fucking West coast yeah. G funk shit. Yeah. Bro, we, how can we let go of that? Like, that's like yeah. saying that the people growing up with the Beatles, you know, they were, they, they became older heads and now they, they, they're going to dislike the Beatles. Fuck yeah, no, yeah, bro. Yeah, they're going to yeah, embrace yeah, the yeah, shit yeah. out of that. 
you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I feel you, bro. I feel you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. But, uh, bro, like, we got to do a fucking part two of this shit, man, because I feel oh, yeah. like, you know, there's, there's more that we got to go into it with not only with, with your platform, but with you as a person, bro. Like, you know, just... Mm -hmm. For the for the beginning of it, we 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 kind of like went through religion just a bit when you mentioned the whole thing about you know your family and all that. But uh, man, we gotta go more in depth of that because uh, oh, yeah. in the Latin <laughs> experience, bro, in the Latino experience, man, religion plays a huge part into into who we are as people and how we become and the rebellious part of us yeah. Latinos. That has a lot to do with it, bro. And uh. Like I said, bro, like, you know, there's a lot of things that people choose not to go into debt because of the same reason that it's not only taboo, but it's yeah. just different, different perspectives, different views. And you yeah. might, you know, you might step on someone's foot by saying certain something, but I, if it's out there, it's out there. If it's known, it's known. Why That's not true. converse about it? You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, bro. Uh, why don't you shout out, you know, the podcast, shout out, you know, where they can find you, where they can DM you for any questions, you know? Yeah. Um, so Thank you very much to uh, Brown96, right? Shout out yep. to you, bro. Um, thank you for having me on your platform. Uh, if you guys want to reach me out, Radical underscore Latino underscore, that's my Instagram. You want to reach out and see my podcast, Radical Latino. You could, do, you could check me out on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, uh, mm. you know, uh, Google, uh, iHeartRadio. You know, I, I'm on. I'm, I'm all over. I'm all over the podcast. Uh, you know what I mean? Your favorite podcast app? I'm probably there. You feel me? Um, if you want to DM me, I'm ex super reachable. So trust me, you're not. You never. You're never not gonna hear about me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm definitely gonna definitely reach back. But um, I want to give a huge shout out to all the people that were watching, and a huge shout out to the people that contributed. You know, uh, for some of my people that came in, remember, go follow him, the Hip Hop Podcast. Trust me, this brother's dope. Um, and thank you very much for having me on, man. That's what's up, man. And uh, and, and uh, sometime in the near future, I'm going to be on my homeboys' uh, uh, podcast. Hell yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we we, we got to talk about, about it. About we got to talk about it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, we got to talk about that. But uh, sometime in the near future, check that out. We'll be dropping some, 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 some gems on that shit. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, Thank you for coming in and uh, talking this good talk, man, and um, inspiring someone out there, you know, that needs that inspiration. You know what I mean? Like, we there. We there for that inspiration, trying to bring that to life. But, um, yeah, man, thank you for coming in. And this is Brown96 with another dope episode of the Hip Hop Spot podcast. Thank you all for watching. Peace. Peace. Okay, so that was an interview with my brother, Brown96. I want to know how you guys liked it. In the comments down below, definitely uh, hit the like, subscribe, um, button, you know, um, write your comments because when we come back, we'll definitely read the comments for all these other episodes and all of that. Remember, hit me up on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Obviously I gotta do the social media thing at radical underscore Latino underscore. And also hit me up on my website, RadicalLatino.com and my cash app, dollar sign Radical Latino. And I'm going to catch y'all later next week. Peace. <laughs>